What's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode two of the Students Here podcast. We hope you enjoyed the last episode where we chatted to Fergal and Melena about their college experience. Once again, a huge thank you to Fergal and Melena for coming in and chatting to us about their experience. As always, check out our Instagram at sll.setu where we post heaps of relevant information and don't hesitate to reach out if you need support by email at studentsupport.wd.setu.ie. We have a wonderful episode lined up for you today. We will be talking to a current student about their experience with volunteering and how you can get involved too. Well, with the power of editing magic, I am joined by a Baz who will hopefully share with us his experience of volunteering and how he got involved and what he might have taken from volunteering, whether that be with the college or an organisation outside the college. He has many experiences that he'd like to share with us today. So without further ado, I'd like to welcome Abaz onto our show. Good afternoon, Abaz. How are you? Good, how are you? I'm good. Um, how are you getting on with college? It's, it's good, yeah. Um, fourth year's been kind of busy, but you know, it's pretty good. Are you busy coming up to exams or have you got many exams or is it continuous assessments? Or? Uh, it's mostly CA. I have one written exam and the others are like just a CA. What course are you doing at the moment? I'm doing applied computing in the internet things. Uh, I'm in my final year. Oh, interesting. What does that entail, or what's in that course like? What's um, it's pretty much like it's it's the title is applied computing, but it's pretty pretty much computer science. We do a bit of everything. Like, um, we do initially like for the first year, you would do general stuff and then decide what you're gonna do after that, and you can do forensics, IoT, automotive, media, and some other stuff as well. Um, games development. So. Depending on your stream, you know, you do other things and you have some common um, modules. Um, we learn about computer networks, um, my, my IoT, so we do projects and we make things and connect them to the internet and then send data back and forth. Oh, and did, that, um, did you always want to do that? Like, did that come naturally to you or was it something that later on in life you were like, oh, that sounds like something I want to do? I knew back in secondary school that I wanted to make something. But uh, my first thought was games development, but then I thought I w- wouldn't want to um, make entertainment for everybody. I want to make something that actually has an effect on society. And then I learned about IoT, and then I decided to uh, specialize in that, and it's going pretty good so far. So you wanted to make a difference, like, rather than just kind of do something in your own interest. You kind of wanted yeah. to help others and stuff. Yeah, because with IoT, you can make whatever device you want, and, you know, a smartwatch could be considered an IoT device. And yeah. People use that for fitness, or there's loads of you can get very creative with it. And are you like you type of person to want to help others and like kind of do something that's kind of better society and better others? Yeah, it's it always makes me and other people happy when you try and help around. You know, it's rewarding. Yeah, so that kind of leads us on to like the main topic of what today's episode is about. So um, today we have a buzz on to talk about volunteering, and I believe you've had some experiences in different voluntary positions throughout your time here in college and. Yeah. outside of college um do you want to kind of touch on them i think you were involved with the peer-to-peer uh, yeah. mentoring role in college do you want yes. to touch on what that is so i started peer-to-peer last year um when i initially registered there was no peer-to-peer for the computer science courses um because i'd done a gap year i was able you know i got i was able to go the year before when you could actually do peer-to-peer and um i volunteered we helped first years out we done like the first thing we did was because it was during like it was like half online half like at home stuff so we had to initially for the orientation we had to give them a, a video of the campus and we had to 
give them a pretty much a virtual tour. This year we gave an actual tour. Um, and you know, we just pretty much was kind of general stuff like this is the library or this is, you know, the IT building. You may have classes here, the general sort of stuff. Um, yeah, with peer to peer, um, we, you just like I, I saw it on Instagram. So, you know, the college has multiple accounts for yeah. multiple parts of different uh, facilities here in the college. So I decided to apply for the peer to peer one because I thought that would be interesting. And, uh, you know, they gave us some training and pretty much they give us the details. Of the st we pretty much do like a uh, meet the students and then we take their numbers and we uh, make a group chat. And then after that, we do some activities just to get to know the people and stuff like that. And, um, you know, these activities be general stuff like, um, you know, sort of like primary school games. Yeah. They're kind of fun as well. But, um. Then after that, we just tell them if you have any issues, we'll just let us know. And then afterwards, you know, we have a separate group chat for um, the peer-to-peer -peer mentors and then a group chat for the peer-to-peer -peer mentees that we run ourselves. And, you know, you don't do that thing yourself because um, I think the computer science peer-to-peer -peer thing only started uh, a few years ago, but now it has the, the most uh, amount of peer mentors in the college, which I think is very interesting. Yeah. Um, but... Yeah, we because there's so many people, we get two people per uh, group, and then um, we make that group chat, and then we send them any resources that might help them out. We send them stuff about the Student Assistance Fund or new events happening in college, you know, stuff about um, Rag Week or pressures, stuff like that. And usually, if they have a question, um, they can either send it into the group chat, or most of the time, they just send it into us uh, in our DMs, and we just answer it. Yeah. And, um, yeah, we help them out with, like, accommodation as well. It's really, like, there's a, there's a list of stuff that you can do. Like, if you can, if you want to go the extra mile, you can as well. How many people would you be helping? Like, how many forest chairs would be in your group? Um, About 15 or so. And is that a large number compared to other people in your course, or is it just a large course that you'd have? Um, This year, uh, it, well, I, last year I, would, I had about 15 as well, and around that. So it's about the average amount. So it kind of depends on the course, like you compute and there's probably a large intake of students, so you'd have more people depending on how big the course is. Yeah, and depends on how many mentors there are as well, because yeah. that's, you know, my my group, there's two mentors, and last year I had two, two mentors as well, so it was two of us with 15 students. Do you think in first year, so you said the peer-to-peer -peer program wasn't on your course for first year, so would you think that would have helped you as a first year student coming in to receive this kind of support and receive the resources that you've sent into your fortress, your mentees. Yeah, definitely. Like initially when we go to the college, um, when I, when I did my orientation, the teachers gave us a quick um, tour of the college, but if we had like a, a student there to give us a proper tour and be like, you know, this is where you might have classes and stuff like that. And you know, you're probably going to use this more than that and stuff yeah. like that. It would have been really nice. Plus just to have somebody that's in your course who knows what they're doing, then, you know, they can, just um, tell you, you know, give you tips about college life and how to find accommodation and how to just go about the day-to-day -day of being in college. Because <laughs> when you, like, when I came to college, I didn't know anybody. So if you had those people as a support, that would have been uh, pretty cool. Plus, you know, there's a lot of other facilities in the college, like the Student Life and Learning Office. But some people, they find it kind of difficult to go to staff and ask for help yeah. because... You know, but when they see somebody else who's a student as well, they kind of see them as um, 
They're equal. They're in the same boat as they are, kind of, in a way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, does it take a lot of time, like, out of your academic life or your social life to help in the peer-to-peer program? Not as much as you actually would think. Um, initially, you, you know, you meet the students and, you know, the majority of time when you're meeting them, that's going to be the time when you meet them because usually they don't need a lot of help after that. For the first two or three weeks, they may be sending texts in. But this would be during college hours and you can just, um, you know, you can answer them usually when you're going to a class or something like that. Or just in, you know, on your break, just send a quick text and be like, these are the resources, here you go. And if you don't know an, uh, the answer to something, you could text one of the people in the office and, um, you know, then they'll give you the answer. Or if they don't know the answer themselves, they can go to somebody else. And, you know, there's a good network of people to help you out. And it's, it's very, it's a lot, it takes a lot less time than you might think. And then we also have the, for the first few, four weeks, we have weekly meetings. And then after that, we don't really have a lot of meetings. It's like usually like one every month or so. And um, most of the time, they don't need to go to the meetings at all. And they'll, you know, the students will let you know, hey, I'm not going to go to the meeting this yeah. week because they don't need as much help. You know, they know the people in their class now. So if they need help, they'll ask people. And they'll be like, usually the other students might know the piece of information that they're looking for they're getting well enough so they're kind of like they, yeah. you've done what you need to do and but you have given them that support yeah um how did you get involved like what type of what what time of year did um the enrollment start for this position for the peer-to-peer in yeah. computer science or when did i sign up oh when did you sign up oh yeah you have to like if you want to sign up for the year um for the year after uh then you you do need to sign up in the second semester because then you have training usually around late august or early september and uh yeah actually one of the reasons actually before that i signed up the year before that but then i decided to do a gap year because of covid and all that so, what did you do a gap year what did you do for that um i i just worked um because like you know my my i'm doing iot so it's very like when we're doing projects, we have to use our hands and like have to actually make stuff. Yeah. And that's not so good when you're doing it at home. And it's not as fun. So I decided to take a gap year because I wanted to experience that college life of just, you know, volunteering plus also just hanging out with my friends and just, you know, make the most of whatever time the last two years I have left. Yeah, rather than doing it at home on your own and yeah, being alone. Yeah. Um. So was the other, has there been other volunteering positions that you've been involved in yeah so peer-to-peer is one of them another one would be um international buddies that i signed up this year um so the majority of people that i signed up for buddies this year were also like student ambassadors and i, I done that too that's a paid position we'll talk we're going to talk about that in a second but um the, the international buddies thing is uh in the international orientation um pretty much you give them a tour and all that and kind of like the peer-to-peer one except it's for international students and we just you know if we're it's pretty much the same thing as peer-to-peer except you know they'll probably need more support because they're in a new country and they don't know anybody here so you're kind of like that first responder if they have any questions yeah yeah and how did you get involved in that who did you contact or how did you see this role um most of the roles i see are usually on the instagrams for um SCTU. They have loads of Instagrams. I, if you're trying to get involved with anything, I suggest like just subscribe, uh, following all of the Instagrams and just look at the stories, and they'll usually post something about a position or you know even sometimes they have job uh, opportunities there to tell you when there's like a grad event or anything like that. 
Yeah, I think it's a good opportunity that like a lot of people use Instagram and I know student emails you'll receive a lot of information on that, but the Instagram is good because you're you'll be at home scrolling through your Instagram and you might see something that comes up. Yeah, I'm always talking with my friends about this, like oh, you know, applied to I applied to this position or I like you know done this. There's this event and they're like, how do you know about this? And I'm like, just follow the Instagram and they're like, no. <laughs> They think you're like a paid kind of person for this Instagram. I think I'm like uh, somebody that was paid to college to actually just yeah. sit there and be like, have you heard about this? <laughs> the college influencer or something. Yeah. Um, I believe, I think I heard that you went to India, was it, a couple of years ago? Yeah, so I went in 2019. So in the first year of college when I came in, because I didn't know anybody or anything like that, or, um, well, I, I knew like one person in my class and nobody else. Uh, I decided to... Because I'm only going to be in college for four years, decide like, you know, you're more than likely only going to go to college once in your life, so you might as well make the most of it. So I wanted to volunteer over summer because it's easier to volunteer over summer than it is to apply for a job. So I, uh, there was a guy in, so I used, I went to do um, secondary school in De La Salle here in Waterford, and there was a guy called Brother Tommy who... He would always, uh, in our religion classes, he'd always talk about the different, uh, every time, every year that he would, like, volunteer to a different country. He's been to Ethiopia, a lot of African countries, India, all around, N- not just in the place that we went, but he's been around other places as well. And uh, he would always talk about his stories there, and, you know, I thought that'd be pretty cool. Since I had that easy connection, I decided to text him and be like, you know, um you know, I need to, I want to volunteer this year, what can I do? And he's like, okay, let's meet up. I, I met up with him, he gave me the information I need, so I just needed to raise some money, and um, then it'd be, you know, pretty good, and we, uh, that year we went to India. Um, they, usually they go in the cycles, India, Africa, India, Africa. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so we had to do fundraisers. I First thing I done was I opened a GoFundMe, and then I texted pretty much uh, the link to everybody I know. Then I, there's, um, so I went to my local mosque and during Eid, uh, I decided to collect some money there and, you know, loads of people actually donated, which is really cool. And then um, there was also a, a talent show that I, that was done in my secondary school, De La Salle. And uh, we got the money from people applying to see it. And also, you know, it was like a small fee that they paid. But there was actually loads of people that came, which was kind of surprising. Okay. And uh, then we, then the person who actually won was my friend. Uh, the, he's part of the band called the Harris Brothers. And he decided to donate the winnings to the charity. So that kind of helped as well. And then That's very nice of them to like support something, I suppose, when they see it's voluntary to do it. Yeah, it's very nice of him. Um, he's doing very well right now with his uh, band and stuff. But uh, yeah, and we raised the money. Then, you know, you just give it to them and they deal with all the management stuff. And then we they got the flights booked. We went to India in June and we stayed there for about a month. And then um, when we went there, we had to take, because it's very far away, we had to take a flight to... Um, Abu Dhabi it was a very nice place very nice airport gotta <laughs> say and then we went to Bangalore in India which is the sort of like tech capital we stayed there for a day and then we got another flight to um, Tamil Nadu which is uh, down in the south of India and we had to go to a village called Kilamudivan 
and then uh, once we arrived, we just pretty much set everything up that we needed. We had a load of load of bags with us, and uh, the the school was pretty much in front of where we were staying. So the school, um, you know, the, the school was in front of us, and then there was like a field, and then there was where we were staying. Uh, it was kind of like this. Um, like a small bungalow bu building of just rooms and it had like a garden in the middle it was kind of like if you looked from the top it was kind of like u-shaped and it had a garden yeah. in the middle and uh, that's where we were sleeping um, it was very hot I have to say <laughs> even the first day I was I was just sweating so much how hot was it like what was the temp like 30 degrees 40 um, it was like 35 to 35. 40 usually it's just melting and that, yeah. Yeah, it was melting. But uh, yeah, the first night, none of us could really sleep that much because it was just so hot we weren't used to it. We did get used to it eventually, though. Um, but uh, the day after, we, they just gave us some information about what we're doing and stuff like that. And uh, so what we were doing was there was a new part of the, uh, the school that was next to where we were pretty much staying. A little, like a, a minute walk from where we were staying and that was like the cafeteria it haven't it hadn't been opened up yet um it did open up a few weeks later because uh pretty much the lunch ladies they were making their food for the students in in this sort of like hut with like a metal roof and it was very hot in there and like you know they needed a, a place where they can make more food but also more um you know somewhere more comfortable yeah for and them, yeah. they had built that building before and what we were working on was the upstairs where they were going to make a classroom and uh the, our job pretty much to for the first few days was um actually for the first two weeks was to they had like a pile of sand and we would have to fill buckets up and go upstairs and just put them down there because eventually uh, builders came and then you know we'd mix mix it make cement and then they would like use it to uh, b uh, stack the bricks and all that but uh yeah there was about like 13 of us or so like around 10 to 13 um some of them were uh, usually for volunteering positions yeah. it's usually a lot of young people when i was in india we actually met different groups from the same sort of charity we met one from scotland uh, England, we met some from Spain and all that. So you got to meet new people and make fr friends in a way, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They when we met them, they weren't like in the in the school that we were volunteering for, but they were doing uh, in other places around India that we did that we did get to visit. Uh, we got to visit their schools and all that. It was really cool. Was it hard work? Like you said, you were kind of up the sand and stuff. Like, was it tough? Um, it wasn't really that tough. It would, the, the thing that kind of was pretty tough was the heat. The heat. Yeah. And the, like initially, if you're, if you're ever volunteering in India, definitely have a bottle of water with you. <laughs> you put, you obviously will. But, um, another thing to keep in mind is to have like, eat something with salt in it. Because when you're sweating, it's just water and salt. Yeah, so you can salt. Yeah. Yeah. Initially, like when I was doing it, I was just drinking lots of water, but I wasn't eating anything with salt. And one of the guys, I saw him, like, uh, he was one of the older guys. He was eating nuts, uh, unsalted nuts, but then he put, like, some salt on top. And then I was like, okay, so that's why I've been feeling <laughs> kind of dizzy. And then I started doing that. I was, I was great. Helped you out, yeah. But, um, yeah, so we initially transported sand upstairs. And then it was uh, small rocks. And then once we got all of that upstairs, um, we, we had to uh, mix the cement. 
we didn't have a cement mixer so we had to do it with like a shovel um and we just get some water some cement the sand and the rocks and then just mix it together and then the builders came after two weeks uh, because we had to transport it all ups upstairs for them to actually use it and uh, they came in and they came in with a bunch of bricks so some of us would be making cement and some of us would be transporting the bricks upstairs and then they'd be using those uh, they'd uh, lay out the foundations the pillars for the building and then you know they get the bricks and put uh, put cement on where they needed it and you know they just pretty much building yeah. building the classroom <laughs> i'd say it's is a reward and then like i know you said like the heat it's tough working in the heat is a reward and then knowing that it's going towards something good like that like a classroom yeah yeah it's, it's definitely worth it because like you know you, you're probably never going to experience that in your life again so it's, it's it's pretty cool to go through that um i come from kosovo so the heat is usually around 30 degrees india even though it was around 35 sometimes did feel a lot hotter but like it was definitely pretty cool like to meet the the people in india there in the village uh they were very friendly a lot of the kids would just come up to us they didn't even have any phones or anything they yeah. were just like let's take a picture and i take pictures and they were like okay bye so they didn't even get to receive these pictures they just kind of no no they were very friendly they just wanted to yeah. take a picture with us and stuff like that one of them even got their mom and they were like they had a big smile on their face Aww. but um yeah after we usually do about three uh, about four hours of building obviously with like a break in yeah. between and uh, then after that we you know we'd have to clean up take showers and all that because we'd be sweating like hell and then we'd go to the school and we had to um volunteer we we taught some of the kids so i because i was doing computer i'm doing applied computing yeah. they got me to um teach the kids about computers so this was very general stuff because they were primary school kids like sixth class and, and stuff like that there was about 60 students in the class 30 of them were sitting down and 30 of them were on the floor because there wasn't enough seats and uh they were very attentive they were just you could see the smile on their face they're like oh new teacher and all that and uh you know i just had to teach them i have to say some of their english was very good as well some of the like half the class could kind of understand me and the other half could actually understand me which is kind of impressive especially since they were like primary school kids yeah but uh yeah we'd teach them for about an hour with a break in between and it was pretty good you could see that they were all excited about it and everything but um yeah we got to see like different events they had like a sports day one day and and you know even when it came there they did have events pretty much every week about something new i like there was one day when they had a, a green day and they had the kids dress up in anything green like some of them dressed up with outfits that the teachers made that was like a whatsapp symbol and everyone was like a bin and over over different things and they had kids do like choreographed dances and stuff like that even when we came they were very welcoming they had the entire school pretty much and um they were like we're welcoming these new volunteers welcome out to school they were grateful for the help like yeah yeah and then they had the kids for every event this is the thing about indian culture for every event they had dancing they did the kids would always, always do like a choreographed dance and it was actually kind of impressive did you get involved in the dancing no <laughs> <laughs> i would no definitely not <laughs> but uh yeah so they were they were very friendly and then in the weekends uh, we didn't have to work, so we would go out into different cities, um, it was, which is really cool because when you're a foreigner, 
it's everything's a lot cheaper obviously not for them some of the things was very cheap so if you go to a restaurant it, the food was very cheap uh while some of our stuff like it that would have to be like uh deported yeah. imported there like pringles pringles was like a fiver there like if you bought the uh, proper indian stuff then it would be you know very cheap like less than a euro could be like a kilo of whatever you want or yeah. stuff like that um, but we would mainly go to restaurants and just see the cities, uh, see temples. There was this one temple that I saw. It was, um, I can't remember what it was called, but it was like, uh, it was a massive temple and it had these, uh, sort of giant pillar things. And it was like, uh, it was like more like a tower and it was pretty high up. I would say like five, six stories or so. And then if you look in closely, there's like statues on every inch of the uh, of the tower and each of the statues were colored in so much detail yeah yeah it was so much detail even the eyes were colored in and everything and every line you could see was very impressive and there was not just one tower there's one in the north south east and west and they were actually pretty far away which is kind of like you know you'd have to go for like a five minute walk to go to the next the one, yeah. pillar because our tower uh, because it was so big and we got to go into the temple they had like an, a special elephant. I don't, I don't know what significance it has, but you know, um, we on our last day we actually because one of the girls really wanted to ride an elephant there. That was kind of like her dream. Pretty much, she said if I would do anything in India, it would be ride an elephant. And on our last day, as a surprise, they uh, they went to a place where we got to ride the elephant, and it was really cool. I'd say that's. I don't know for me. It- pretty scared to ride an elephant like it's so big and was a how was that did you ride an elephant yourself or? yeah yeah it was it was actually all right like it's it, its skin felt very levery and we had to hold on to that and it was like it, it felt a lot it was actually a lot more stable than you might think because the elephant goes so slow yeah but like because it's so big you know it just feels a, lo- a lot more um daunting than it yeah. actually is it's not like horse riding where you're kind of like racing with the elephant. It's just kind of a calm kind of stroll on the elephant. Yeah. I mean, I wish I raced with the elephant. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, what was your favorite part then about volunteering over in India? Probably just meeting like the teachers and the principal there. The principal was so nice. He was like, uh, they, he, they wouldn't like make the, uh, he would get the, um, the, um, lunch ladies to make food for us every night and we eat the traditional um indian foods and curries and stuff like that indian curry there doesn't taste anything like one here i I think we do like an american style like food over here yeah i'd have to say definitely just meeting the people um uh, sometimes when we go out during the weekends um we go out into a city um it was usually like college students like sort of my age and they would always go up to me instead of everybody else and they'd just like come up and it'd be like a group of like 10 10 guys and they'd be like do you want to take a picture of us because i was like the first white person they've ever seen which is kind of weird but like they were just so happy to like meet me and it was like we take a picture the first time that happened was at a temple and then after that like there was multiple instances where that happened one time there was this um this family and they were trying to get their like uh, five-year-old girl to go up to the, go up to us and ask us if we wanted a photo so like we stopped and we were just waiting for her to go up to us <laughs> like and then uh, she was too shy so one of the girls um around my age as well like 19 20 
if she was from England, I'd be like, she was from India as well. Huh. And uh, she had perfect English, and she was just pretty much telling us, sorry, this is so weird and all that, but they want a photo. I'm like, it's okay, it's okay. And we got a photo of the entire family because we were the first white person they seen. Obviously, the, the English girl, you know, we weren't the first yeah. one, but like, you know, uh, it was it was kind of weird, but also kind of cool. That's a, like a different experience. Like you wouldn't get that here. Like you know, what was then? What would you have gained from this? Like doing this? Um, just I would say all the teamwork. Teamwork. Like the and you know, it's very like a cliche thing to to say, but like when you get to work with a bunch of people and you know participate in a similar activity, and then you're just helping each other out, you do get to uh, get teamwork. Plus, you're like getting out of your comfort zone. You're going to a country that you don't, you've never been to, or where they speak a language you don't know, and stuff like that. It does get you out of your comfort zone. And um, one of my friends actually just like one of my goals for college and first year was just to get out of my comfort zone, get rid of my social anxiety and all that, and try and just open up a bit more. And uh, one of my friends three weeks ago said, "You definitely started changing right after you went to India." And I was like, yeah, that yeah. that was it, yeah. <laughs> but uh, that I think it could definitely help people out. People always, when they're thinking about volunteering, they always think it's great for the CV, yeah. which is which it is. I'll I'll give you an extra point on that. Um, when you're like when you volunteer, like, and if you worked in a retail store, like, you know, when a employer is looking at your CV, they think you know they worked at a retail store, pennies, stuff like that, McDonald's, general stuff that m- most young people would work at. And, you know, they, they see that all the time, but when you volunteer somewhere, they're like, oh, okay, this person's a bit different, and it makes your CV stand out. But it's not really just about the CV. That's, like, part of it. A lot of it is just have a, having those, like, once-in-a-lifetime experiences and just getting yourself to uh, grow as a person, which is very cliche. Yeah. It, 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 it is and I but that's you need those cliche things that's what we kind of live by yeah you really don't know how much of an effect it has on you until you actually do it and you're you like change so much and then people notice it even my one of my friends uh was having dinner with my one of my friends and his family and uh, like his dad said you've matured a bit and i don't know what happened i'm like india <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of a selfless act like you don't get the opportunity to really do that anywhere else because you're either working for someone like a retail job you're getting paid to do something whereas you stepped out of your comfort zone to go and do this thing that you were kind of probably scary experience like different country yeah. city, whatever you know and then you kind of stepped out of your that comfort zone and went over and did that yeah yeah um yeah so um would you recommend then for people to do something like that whether it's india or africa or yeah definitely like a lot of did if you Again, just if you're gonna want to volunteer, just follow every Instagram uh, page that the college has. There's so much information in them uh, in the posts as they put in. Uh, pe- a lot of people don't actually recognize, but there's so much information. Uh, and there's the I think there's the J one where they go into America and they work on a camp and they're summer like camp, yeah, camp camp leaders and stuff like that. That that would be really fun. I never went to that one. I wish I did, but like. Um, there's also ones where they can you can volunteer in different countries. I remember back when the dome was uh, opened, uh, I was just there just with my friends playing pool, and they were giving a talk about that, and it, and that was like after I went to India, and I was like that sounds so fun. <laughs> but um, 
you know, because I already went, I, I couldn't go again for another summer because I had other plans, but, um, you know, it's definitely worth it. And, uh, because I went with, um, the, the guy that I know at my, um, old secondary school, it was, there was a lot less people involved. Like for normally when you're volunteering, there's usually a lot more people. Like for me, there was like, um, a lot more old people and like a few, like three or four young, young people. And then there was like people in the middle, like thirties or so. Um, and usually with these volunteering things, it's usually just college students. So definitely apply because you get to meet tons of new people and you are all going through the same experience because you never went been to a certain country and uh you know you don't only go to india or africa there's like asian countries you can go to as well there's um south american ones too it really depends on where you apply and they give you so much information and so much help throughout the entire time they don't really expect you to know how to fundraise so they teach you different ways to actually do it and um yeah it's you know it's easier than you think but it's usually just the fear that like are is yeah. stopping people from going and going out and doing it. I think they see the cost and it's like whether it's three thousand euro, let's say it's a fundraising, like how am I gonna do that? But I think the support is always there for them or as you said, you sent on to your friends and yeah. People were willing to support it since they seen it was voluntary and it was an act of kind of kindness in a way. There's a bit of extra motivation as well. When I decided I was gonna like volunteer over summer it was like in the middle of the second semester when it was kind of like some would say it was a bit too late, but I still was able to raise the 3000 and, you know, I got some help with that and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, it's there's a lot of help and you shouldn't really let that get in the way. Yeah, don't push it to one side. Like, don't push it over. Like, just kind of go for it. If you want to do it, do it. Yeah. Um, is there another, I think, after school study you're also involved in at SETU? Yeah, so when I was in second year, uh, I'm in fourth year right now, but before COVID, when I was in second year, there's uh, this WIT or SETU do this after school study thing with uh, local primary schools where if you're a student, you can apply for it and you can uh, look after primary school students. There's usually another teacher there who actually has been, you know, part of the program and, you know, um, it's you know they're there to help you out and all that we usually so we go into the classroom it's one of the setu classrooms so you don't have to like travel anywhere and the students come to you and they just sit down for the first hour they do the homework and they'll always like put up their hand if they need any questions and you know we help them out it's usually like basic stuff like basic maths or english or stuff like that and um, after the hour when we're done with the homework we go out and do some fun activity. Usually it would be like sports, so like soccer or basketball or, you know, just any sort of like primary school sports. And then, or if there was other times as well when we went to computer rooms and taught the kids how to use uh, Word documents. And um, it was kind of funny to see how little they know. Yeah. And they were just like playing around with it and having so much fun. It was kind of like it was kind of funny to see the, how excited he got about changing the color of a text <laughs> from black to red, and they're like, "Oh my god!" We uh, there were over, over times uh, another time we did CPR training, which we can uh, we did with them as well. So they we went to the health and science building, uh, the nursing building, and we 
pretty much uh, there was an instructor teaching them how to do CPR, and you had the, those like rag dolls and everything, and you know they were doing the one, two, three, four, five thing, and uh, yeah, they got to learn about that, and we also got to go into the meditation room that's in the nursing building, or I think it's called the meditation room or the relaxation room, while the other students were like half of the students were doing the training and half the students were in the relaxation room and then you know it switched um but yeah we got to experience that and it was really fun and again it's really good for your cv but but you know you also get out of your comfort zone and um yeah yeah you gain confidence and yeah um would you recommend that to other students yeah it's only like um two hours a week for two semesters and it, it for me the reason i did it is because we do like we got we always had like a few hours uh free on a tuesday so i was like i might as well apply for this you know and then just go home afterwards it was really you know it's for how helpful it is it's for two hours a week it's just like you know you just make your cv so much mm. better and just you know it's probably rewarding as well doing the giving back yeah, yeah, and just to see how excited the kids get about yeah. like simple things. Who do you then contact? Who did you contact to get involved in that? Um, so instead of Instagram this time, I saw like uh posters around college about it, and uh, you just pretty much apply online. And the person running it is uh Colin Boner, so he's the one that uh sorts that out, and he's part of the college volunteering team or. The access team. So the Callum is team. part of the access team here in Student Life and Learning. Yeah, yeah. So he's the one that you contact and he you know, he'll he was very helpful. Um some of the days they would actually pay if we wanted like a coffee. Um before they did the homework actually they had a uh, lunch in the canteen and sometimes they just ask us, Hey, you want anything, we'll yeah. pay for you and you know, sometimes you get free coffees and stuff like that. So it's like you get stuff back from doing this yeah 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 so was there i think there's one or two more that you were involved in so you said um student ambassador i know it's not a voluntary position paid but um what does that involve so the student ambassador thing uh it's paid but the thing is uh it's kind of like peer-to-peer you apply at the end of second semester that's when usually they start posting about it and then you volunteer the year after and they give you training around the same time you do the peer-to-peer training um, but it's a paid position, uh, and you can pick what hours you can work at. Uh, usually those hours are just, uh, d- they usually mostly need you at the start of the year, sometimes before college starts, and sometimes like um, in the first two weeks or so. So pretty much what you do is you give tours uh, when there's an orientation or an open day, and uh, you just send in if you're free on that day and tell them what times you're free. And, uh, you know, when you get in, you just write down what time you're, you're there uh, at and then what time you leave. And usually uh, for orientations, you give them uh, information about the college, give them tours. This year, we done an international, uh, we, we done the international orientation where they had like, um, we did the tour. But then when we got back, we also did some, um, uh, we called it speed friending uh a speed friending game where they just got everybody to know each other, get to meet each other and all that. Because, you know, they're international students. They don't know anybody yeah. there. And um, that was really cool. And also they had this uh, 
this sort of magic mirror thing where it was kind of like a mirror but had like a camera inside and then you take a picture of a group of students and then you they print it out for you and we got like five six or seven photos printed out for for us each of us and it was all free which was really cool create memories there yeah yeah and then we also do, done orientation for like first years um this one was mostly just tours which is I, I done that last year and this year so last year is when I started and initially it's very scary because you're like most people don't know a lot about the college now they do give you like uh, information about it and they give you like a two-page document pretty much giving you small details about the buildings that you could say along the tour but like it's very scary when you're initially the students are coming in and you're just like no you give the tour no you give the tour it's, it's kind of scary but one thing I have to say is if if you do go out and do it, you it d definitely helps you if your public speaking skills, because once you do uh, like last year, I was very scared about doing it. This year, I was just like, okay, I'm gonna do it. I'll I'll take this group and you know it was very easy and um, people can notice the changes as well because you it, public speaking to you becomes there's there's more flow to it than you know if you're doing like a college presentation, it's a lot easier. There's less anticipation like you know when you're afraid to do something there's a lot yeah. of anticipation and then there's with that anticipation comes fear there's less of that and then you're just like okay I'm, i just gotta do this and you know you go in and do it um you're gonna improve the more you do anything like really yeah people yeah. are always kind of afraid down into something but once you do it it's well that was actually easier than i expected yeah and a lot of the people that volunteer around the college are also student ambassadors which is really cool so if you're doing peer-to-peer, -peer, more than likely a student ambassador will be a peer-to-peer -peer as well or an international buddy. But um, the thing is with this student ambassador thing, that's a lot of people apply for that. And um, not only do you get paid for it, uh, just for doing a tour in the college, but you also meet a lot of new people, which is really cool because they're all from different courses and different uh, years. Uh, I was surprised to meet a few first years actually giving tours about the college for the first year orientation. And so I, some of them were actually better than fourth years that were doing it, I have to say. But uh, yeah, there's, you know, there's second, third years and fourth years. And you meet a lot new, a lot more people than you might have if you just like, just stayed in your classroom and just stuck with the same friend group. And um, yeah, some of the people I have to say will probably be longtime friends of mine. That's good that you got that from that, like the meeting people and you opened up your kind of doors to someone else. And yeah. Yeah. Um. Is there anything else in the college that you're involved in? I'm also in the debate society. So one of the students that I met last year in the student ambassador, um, as a student ambassador, uh, she was in first year and, you know, she was Brazilian. She was just coming into Waterford and that. And we were talking about different interests we have. And I talked about how I want to set up a debate society. And she said she loves debating. And she talked about her experiences of debating in Brazil. And then you know uh, I didn't have any experience in debating, so I was like, "Do you want to help me out?" And she was, and then we both became co-founders of the debate society here at the college. Um, and then you know we just applied. It's very simple. You just fill out a few forms, and then, uh, you know, apply for the positions, and pretty much that's it. And then once the week, uh, usually the start societies around week three or four, and then you get your first meeting, and you know you make an Instagram, you do all the work that is needed for society and there's open days when societies are out in the main building um and they 
pretty much just open themselves up and be like, this is our society, this is what we're going to do this year. If you want to join, this is where you apply. But um, the debate society is definitely a cool thing to, like, if you're setting up society, you're thinking about it because, like, you know, there's lots of societies in the college, but they're not, there may not be one for you. Definitely set it up yourself because not only does it build, I know this is cliche, but uh, leadership skills, teamwork, and all that, but um, you also get to meet people with the same interests as you. And I have met a lot of people in the debate society who I have to say would probably be long-term friends of mine even after college. And, you know, I wouldn't have gotten the chance to meet them unless it would, unless if I didn't uh, make the debate society. And also, um, from running the debate society together, you know, me and the other student ambassador, we got closer as well. And, you know, it's a very good way to build friendships that you wouldn't have if you didn't go through those experiences. Yeah. You made college what you wanted from it. Like you made, went out and made those experiences. Yeah. Most people in college, they don't really go to societies or anything. Um, I know my sister, she used to go in college street and she didn't join any societies or anything or did anything. And she completely regrets it because I, I tell her my stories about what's happening. And she was like, I didn't know we could do that. I didn't, I didn't do that. Oh man. She just wants to go back to college now and just get involved more. Yeah, go go back over again, do her course, but then also just get involved around college. Another benefit about like doing all this volunteering and just you know student ambassador, peer to peer, all of that stuff is that you also get to meet the staff and you get to know them a lot better. So that when you need any sort of help, you have their contacts, or you can just go to the student life and learning building, and they'll recognize you and be like, "Hey, what's up?" or things and then you know they'll help you out and it's a lot less scary that way thank you Abbas that was brilliant like what all that you've done is like really impressive and it's a real selfless act what you've like helped out with like the peer-to-peer student ambassador though it is paid it is a really good position to get involved with and India like that was incredible like the, the work yeah. that you did over there and it was it sounded like it was tough with the heat and you know lifting sand and all but it sounds really impressive so well done and um, thanks for coming into us today Thank you. Thank you. Once again, I'd like to say thank you to Abbas for joining us today to talk about his volunteering experience. As you can see, there are many benefits to volunteering. If you have the time outside of college and work, you may consider volunteering too. Whether that be through the college with the many experiences we have here for students to take part in, your local charity shop, with a youth club or volunteering abroad. Volunteering can help you gain confidence by giving you the chance to try something new and build a real sense of achievement. You can make a difference. Volunteering can have a real and valuable positive effect on people. You may meet people who have different kinds of opinions than you do and make new friends that you wouldn't be able to make anywhere else. You can be part of a community. Volunteering can help you feel part of something outside your friends and your family. You're learning new skills while taking on a voluntary role. Skills that you may have not obtained through college or work. It opens up new horizons for you. But most importantly, volunteering can be fun. Most volunteers have a great time regardless of why they do it. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Students Here podcast. Best of luck with all your exams and happy holidays to you all. See you in the new year for the next episode.